Yeah, so <laughs> Pitchfork headline, Feist. Opening first arcade fire show since when Butler allegations donate merch proceeds to domestic violence organization. Now, okay, I want to read the allegations before we pass judgment on Feist okay. here. Yeah, we got to fight. <laughs> Feist is a, yes. Also, this is a pretty pro-Feist podcast, so. Yeah. Um, I, okay, All so right. we w- let's give our listeners a little context here. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll arcade, I saw Pitchfork instagram post that arcade fires band leader win butler is accused of sexual misconduct by multiple women and has responded uh and said paul we need to have an emergency podcast to discuss this uh Mm -hmm. and that um you suggested we actually read the article together live i read a little more of it than you but i did stop uh yeah i will learn the gory details live um, it's, we will, it's, uh, it's time to uh, wallow in a man's, um, sins and, uh, and criticize the culture through that lens. Yes. Yes. Uh, we are not, uh, we're not launching into this to satirize, uh, the, uh, any sexual misconduct, but yeah, if, uh, if, as we read this, it turns out he really did some bad shit. I'm going to be pretty, uh, I'll be, I'll say so. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. From what I've seen, well, oh, n- no spoilers. Uh, um, okay. I will say, you know, we have a long history on this pod of talking about the Arcade Fire. I've always thought they were overrated and mediocre, and uh, slowly won Paul over to some version of that. Which really, yeah, they've certainly become that great. Victory. I haven't even listened to their new album. Um, couple songs a so. little better a little better than the previous they kind they 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 at least I, returned yeah. to being the bruce springsteen of uh indie rock yeah well i just don't think not in the good i can't way. think of a band that made a, an album as bad as reflector and then like came back to be great um yes yes i should say the the replacement level bruce springsteen track of of indie, <laughs> indie rock this important yeah. distinction there um, yeah. So anyway, but yes, I I harbor fond feelings for many Arcade Fire tunes, and especially that first album. Um, but uh, and I also have fond feelings for the time I saw them at a tiny club, almost twenty years ago. Yeah, um, I, I saw them in a so, giant show and enjoyed that. Show. Yeah. So when Win Butler, uh, who is also like, you know, as uh, as uh, prominent celebrities in the indie scene go, he's up there. Um, when he is accused of this much sexual misconduct, I mean, um, whether for, uh, whether for whatever reason, and certainly tabloidy gossip, uh, allure is part of it. Uh, we got a pot about it. Okay. Let's get into it. Paul, I will serve as the Will Menneker here and do the reading. Uh, Uh, and you can, you can respond and we'll get it. We'll get into responses as, as you know, yes, as you feel, see fit. Um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. This is the first time. Yeah, we try not to directly ch- copy Chapo in this manner, but here we go. I mean, just reading an article is not that original of a concept, but that is what they yeah. do. <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> this article is by Mark Hogan, who's been writing for Pitchfork since 2004. Sweet gig, Mark. Um, wow. Numerous people. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm just going to go. I got to say, that's the year the first Arcade Fire album came out. There so. you go. Numerous people who spoke with Pitchfork in recent months say that Win Butler's virtuous public reputation is not entirely in line with his offstage behavior. Hmm. Three women made allegations of sexual interactions with Butler they came to feel were inappropriate given the gaps in age, power dynamics, and context in which they occurred. Okay, Uh, so just go ahead. Yeah, just going going with that. Like I gotta I gotta hear what he did. Like it sounds like he was probably at least a creep, but. All three women were devoted Arcade Fire fans between ages of 18 and 23 at the start of their interactions with Butler uh, when uh-huh. he was between 30, he was between 36 and 39. Um, yeah, it's a little young, but they're of age, you know. Yeah. Uh, fourth person, gender fluid, uses they, them pronouns, claims that Butler sexually assaulted them twice in 2015 when they were 21 okay. and he was 34. All right. Uh, uh, okay. Age aside, 
uh, a sexual assault is bad. Yeah, that's, that's getting into bad, getting into worse territory. Uh, Pitchfork has viewed screenshots and texts, Instagram messages, blah, 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 blah and interviewed uh, friends and family members who record called being uh, t- told about it. Um, uh, Wynn Butler said two different statements to Pitchfork, uh, and I think we'll get into those. Um, okay. But the they do highlight a, a key line uh, of at the top, um, he says, while these relationships were all consensual, I'm very sorry to anyone who I have hurt with my behavior. I'm continuing to learn from mistakes, but I want to be someone my okay. son could be proud of, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I fucked up. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, okay, so let's get into the first. Oh, okay. So he, one thing though is Butler addresses the allegations in the second statement and speaks to a period of drinking and depression, uh, which he's been okay. roasted for online. I did read the comments of the Instagram post and uh, everything, everyone is making fun of him for uh, saying, you know, uh, even vaguely implying that, you know, if you're drunk and depressed, assault happens, but, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's one of those tough things where it's like it is obviously not even close to an excuse for anything. On the other hand, it is like, like I don't know, probably happier people commit fewer rapes would be my guess um, overall. That's true. But it seems like, yeah, it's more like when you add that, you're like, yeah, dude, you got you got more problems on top of <laughs> assaulting people. True. Like true. Yeah, sorry to hear that you have all these problems. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's yeah, it's again not an excuse, um, even yeah. in the yeah. slightest. It's that's you, you and as the person so accused, uh, you you would think a PR person at least would know better than to say that. Well, this uh, these were released through a crisis PR team. Uh, yep. So well, that's bad. Find a new Hi, one. I'm sorry, <laughs> but hiring the crisis PR team to refute your sexual assault allegations ah, it's a bad it's a bad spot to be in. Okay, okay, I'll play devil's advocate, literally. <laughs> well, not literally devil's, but advocate. Um, you know, we, we don't uh, assume that somebody's guilty because they hire a lawyer. Uh, if you're in public and you got to say something, it's reasonable to get professional help, uh, considering especially the fraught environment we live in now. But why not hire a non-crisis PR firm? Like, just hire, oh. hire a PR firm. Uh, well, you but know, these are the, the ones who the really PR know how to firm should be PR a crisis. Innocence, innocence, uh, innocent, <laughs> falsely accused PR. And okay, so you're know. just you're just arguing for euphemism now. <laughs> I'm just saying, hire hire you know a uh, PR firm that's like got the right vibe. Okay, let's start a PR firm called "I Didn't Do It Public Relations" <laughs> by Joe and Paul. Oh boy. Uh, okay, so let's see. Lily uh, says they met Butler at another band's Montreal concert. They were 21-year-old art student. He was 34, local celebrity. He gave Lily his cell phone number and encouraged them to text him. Uh, he okay, says, wait, "So this is this is the is it, this is the 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 this is a they, gender gender fluid art student." Yes. Okay, okay, okay. But the one with the most serious allegations yes. first. Okay, got it. Yes. Uh, Butler says Lily flirted with me all night and Lily says they were friendly not flirtatious uh, dozens of text messages between the two over a period of two weeks underscore their differing mm-hmm. outlooks on the nature of their conversation uh, they said not that I've been making it particularly clear but if this is about sex for you I think you found me at the wrong time uh, soon okay. after they went out for drinks Butler described this to Pitchfork as date Lily objects to that um Citing. Okay, wait. So she said that first, and then they went on a date. Well, I think, or they went out for drinks, and he says it was a date. Sorry. Yes, correct, correct. He says okay. it was a date. Um, okay. Lily Got says she, they began spending time with Butler because they were open to becoming friends with him. Lily says the two met again for dinner around February twenty sixth, so like a month later. Um, in initial interview with Pitchfork, they claimed that Butler stuck his hands into their pants without consent while driving them home. They expressed uh, discomfort, and Butler eventually removed his hands. Uh, Butler claims, blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, basically, he says, oh, no, she was flirting with me, said something. Um, Lily said it well, was, I, yeah. I mean, I, 
I'd like to hear his denial in detail because, I mean, that's pretty damning. You don't, uh, Butler you claims not. that he only put his hand on Lily's inner thigh, that Lily looked me in the eyes and said, not in the car, in a way that seemed flirtatious. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, it's, uh, a, uh, it's a he said, she said, but, you know, I, one yeah. sounds more likely. Uh, then there's a slight debate about whether they were they were touching, uh, whether he was touching them inside or outside the pants, but it was very aggressive. Their accounts of the meal also differ. Butler claims they flirted. I mean, that is also a pretty big difference. Like, it if is. You shove your hands down someone's pants. Yes. Like, that's yes. That's hardcore. You, I've, I, to my shame, I've placed a hand outside a pant leg inappropriately once or twice in my life it's a lot less yes that is very different that is yes there's there's a bad flirtation versus a uh you know well but borderline assault there uh yeah yeah no no actual assault i'll I'll even go yeah right yes 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 of course yeah um okay uh Butler claims they flirted all meal and kissed again consensually. Lily remembers that dinner is awkward, says no such kiss took place. They agree there was a kiss after Butler dropped Lily off. Butler says it was consensual and that made it clear that the attraction was mutual. Whereas Lily says, I did not ask for it. I did not reciprocate. It was short and uncomfortable because it was so bad. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Oof. All right. <laughs> yep. Ah. Uh. Uh, okay. It's good. And also, uh, so far, so far, this is pretty much, um, this is pretty much a drunken oaf. Uh, I mean, not to, and I'm not saying this to excuse it. I'm saying this to characterize it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is pretty much a drunken oaf, uh, just completely misreading all the signals and then yes. pushing past yes. them. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, and uh, uh, then just. You know, probably semi-willfully. Uh, having, you know, I've been a drunk, horny guy. Yeah. I know how the thought process goes. Yes. Of course, yes. Uh, not Which, again, excuses nothing. The thought process is yeah. there. Um, Butler, the thought process is, is just known. That's yes. All. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Butler showed up at their apartment two days later uh, uh, after he texted asking to come over and Lily repeatedly told him not to. God damn it. She's preparing for an art event. Uh, Butler acknowledged the visit. I happened to be by their apartment. I asked if Lily was free. Lily said they were busy with schoolwork. I said I would just say hi since I happened to be right there. I opened my door and he pinned me up against the wall and was aggressively grabbing my body and sticking his tongue down my throat. Butler's statement reads, when Lily opened the door, we started kissing immediately. I don't remember who initiated it. <laughs> oh, it God, you can't even mutual. deny it there. <laughs> wow, convenient. Yeah. Uh, Lily asked Butler to leave. He refused. Eventually, he pulled me on in, onto his lap on my couch. Oh, God. I was physically okay. restrained by him, constrained by him. He's putting his hand down my pants. Uh, At some point, he tried to go down on me. Uh, they claimed they told him okay. eventually. All right, this is just. Yeah. Yeah, we got. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Does he? Does he? I mean, is that as bad as it gets? Uh, he denies any consensual be- uh, behavior. Butler says we moved to Lily's bed, but it felt like the mood was weird, so I stopped and asked if Lily was okay. Hmm, dude. All uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It seemed like things were moving a little fast. Lily never asked me to leave, and I never berated them. Uh, I did express some genuine confusion as how the <laughs> shifted so suddenly. I said it was no big deal at all. I stopped and left. Oh, yeah, thanks, yeah. Wynn. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. <laughs> I just tried to rape you. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 10 to 1, he's drunk when this scene starts. Um. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. It's, it sounds like another uh, drunken idiot just being like, uh, w- seeing the arousal he wants to find. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Person. If you if you think about this scenario happen him sh- him being drunk and showing up there, you're like, yeah, of course this is you know again not an excuse, yeah. but you're like, yeah, not at all. It's just like just it's a. I'm not even saying he that drunk is the only way he could do it. I'm just saying it's very easy to believe a drunk, like mm-hmm. a drunk guy doing this is a very easy picture to paint in my head. Um, 
So, which just is by way of saying that this is all extremely plausible. Um, <laughs> so uh, it goes, I mean, it yeah. just kind of, there's, there's Lily, there's a few things how she's like kind of, it took her, a, you know, took her a, a little while to realize like how fucked up it was. Sure. Uh, that makes sense. They never, um, they never saw each other again. And uh, she came to they. view it as sexual assault. Um, and I think, uh, and uh, Lily eventually quits the music industry uh, in her resignation. Oh, they were in the they were in the music yes. industry. Yes, um, quit uh, a job in the music industry. Um, okay, an artist quitting their day job, I suppose. Um, they broadly outlined their allegations against an unnamed figure whose description matches Butler's, and wrote that his name had become too upsetting to encounter on a day to day basis through their work. Um, uh, okay. And four other people told Pitchfork in interviews that Lily outlined the allegations of them at various points from 2015 to 2020. Uh, okay. Well, should we go to the yep. ne- should we go to the next one? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, he's. You know, that's a very bad thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. Um, yep. You know, and uh, and if that's what he did, his like apologies and excuses are like a little, a little half-assed. Uh, you know, he's uh, <laughs> like if you're if you were if you were truly if you're saying you were drunk and depressed and basically sort of not in your right mind, which you know, fair. Some of us, uh, again, it's your responsibility to be in a right mind so you don't do these kinds of things to some extent, and you know, yeah. seek help and. Uh, avoid making major decisions when you are not thinking clearly. Um, but, uh, you know, if that's your, if that's what he's saying, if that's his uh, explanation is like, Hey, I was out of my mind. Then like the apology seems like it should, uh, and the, the willingness to admit like, man, I must've completely fucked that up should be a lot more forthright. Um, yes. Because like he's, he's saying himself like, Hey, we can't trust what I was doing back then. So why don't you trust yourself less, man? Like, you know, admit that you probably really fucked this whole situation up because it sounds like, you know, uh, a number of situations I have seen with drunk guys uh, getting way too forwards with uh, somebody they have a hard on for. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That is uh, that's something we've all seen uh, with yeah. doubt. And, uh, you know, it does. And that much worse when you have the power to sort of get away with it. Too. I mean, that's so. yeah. I mean, that's, you know, you are you're expected to get away with it in a sense you're you know there's a there's an expectation that you are allowed to get away with it and that you you know there's some you know rock star uh cachet in uh these sorts of encounters um going of course much more sex in uh, you know supposedly much more sexy way than they actually do a lot and uh in this sense and yeah i I was i was (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there are times when it is, you know, sexy for all involved, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. We, we expect a a very high batting average on the old consent, uh, uh, game. Yes. I mean, that's, (laughs) we do. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, yeah, I was, I was discussing this briefly with, with Alex before this and she was saying that, you know, it probably, I'm sure it did. It just worked, you know, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who knows? Times it, and you know his. Oh, I mean. Yeah. I've seen guys who have no power or fame get away with this. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time. Um, yes. It's disgusting, um, but it's uh, it's uh, a fairly common sexual dynamic. All the same. There's probably this like larger cloud of women who for whom the you yes. know it was actually like kind of ambiguous or a little bad. You know, and, yeah, we might be about to read some of them. Yeah, yes. Um, uh, so let's get to the second one. Um, and Stella, uh, pseudonym, these are all pseudonyms, first heard from Butler in 2016 when she was an 18 year old student in Montreal after she posted photos of Butler and Chassange. I think that's how you say um, Chassange. Chassange. How do you say her first name? Regine? Yeah, and it's there's you don't pronounce the G in the chasson before the chassange. I'm gonna say it like no, that. No, 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 no G. No, chasson, chasson, chasson. Um, uh, who? Uh, I, her statement about it. I 
I saw this part. She said he has been lost and he has he has uh, lost his way and he has found his way back. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Okay. I mean, like you know, this is the so far. This is the kind of thing that you could apologize. You you know, you could make amends for to the person you did it to. In theory, Um, uh, I don't know that he has. uh, So it doesn't sound like it. Um, It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like not, actually. Let's just say that. Okay, so Stella first heard from Butler in 2016. She was 18, posted photos of Butler and Chassan to Instagram that she'd taken at Pop vs. Jock, an annual charity basketball event hosted by Butler, who was 36 at the time. Um, this woman okay. caught my eyes, smiled at me when I was milling around the charity basketball event that we had done, and she tagged me on Instagram, Butler's statement reads. Butler messaged Stella on Instagram not long afterwards, according to apparent screenshots. Okay, uh-huh. Messaging an eighteen-year-old or some someone who's clearly in that range, uh, yeah, just on Instagram in his position, just oh, I mean, he's clearly just sliding in. Yeah. Like, there's no question about this about what's going on here. Uh, whether you a, think it's okay a for a rock star to, slide. I mean, whether you, is it okay for a rock star to try to fuck someone half his age if he's married to someone else? Um, I, it doesn't sound. I, no, you would not. You would not. <laughs> We're, we're in the you shady hope, zone. We're not condemned zone, yeah. but we're in the shady zone already. Well, okay, all right. So I mean, I, I mean, actually, I want to, I want to condemn or not. Like, I, I'm trying to think about it. If he were my friend, I would be like, dude, like, don't chase the 18 year olds at yeah. least. Like, if they come to you, sure. Um, but don't like just hunt them down because they tagged you on Instagram. Oh, and you're like, uh, what, like, what's going on, Regine? Like, you're telling me you're DMing an 18 year old who like tagged a photo of you and your wife like what are you doing yeah. man that's probably yeah yeah we're yeah the the needle i mean is at that point i would be like them. well so with the wife thing i would be at that point i would just be like are you in some sort of rock star open relationship and then if he said yes i'd be like do i believe him <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> uh so, which I did see early, somewhere in a headline somewhere that he does claim that it was like it was cool with Regine. I don't I haven't seen the full quote there. Yeah, so. I, well, he says their relationship like went through some phases or whatever. You know, it's it's a little. Oh, vague. okay, no, it was not cool with Regine. Yeah, then. It, it seems a <laughs> little is, vague. This is definitely not. <laughs> Look, cool is no, like, no, no. Cool is like when you're like Dolly Parton and her husband, and Dolly Parton's like, yeah, he knows that when I'm out, like I'm like fucking other dudes, and he's like, that's cool. yeah, yeah, he knows that's the deal. Like that's when it's yeah, yeah. cool, okay? Yeah, yeah. It's not that based yeah. on these statements. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. So, well, so yeah. Okay. Given that he's basically that we're we're he's he's at least pretty much stepping out, if not definitely, and he's chasing down the eighteen-year-old. This is uh, unbecoming behavior of a man, uh, at the very least. I gotta say that Pitchfork is advertising. There's advertisements throughout this, which you know, that's the age we live in. Um, but content um a show that's red hot chili peppers with the strokes and thundercat man that is a that's an interesting lineup there whoa that's uh that's generations man. can i just see the strokes and thundercat uh, you know i would i bet the chili peppers are the might be the most fun show man just get down there with the bros and mosh around that's true if you could write yeah um <laughs> someone breaks a hip um yeah Swing your dick around. Um, okay, so, uh, <laughs> but not like Win Butler. Not like, not like Win Butler. Um, okay, so, hey, this is Win. The first message reads: I was looking through photos of Pop versus Jock. Remember that you seem super familiar for some reason, and I saw your amazing costume from the Reflector tour. So great! Reflector is the name of Arcade Fire's 2013 album. The band asked fans to dress up for that tour. Um, uh, more messages follow. Butler invited Stella to have a drink with him at the bar he co-owned with Chasan uh, and messaged yeah. again later to make sure she got home safely. A few days later, he gave her his phone number, encouraged him to text her, or encouraged her to text him. I'm a very private person and appreciate very much if you didn't talk to your friends about me. The message with his phone number reads, <laughs> oh. everything is great, smiley face. In days of the bar meeting, Stella alleges Butler was repeatedly sending her explicit texts without her consent or reciprocation. So he just launches into into sex after this. Sorry, I really hate sexting, she wrote in response to one of Butler's apparent Instagram messages. In screenshot of messages provided to Pitchfork, Butler also appears to ask Stella if she had a roommate. Butler never asked her age, she says. <laughs> uh, Butler responds, I Googled her and knew she was 18. Uh, Stella. Uh, Stella 
also claims that Butler sent her photos of his genitals against her wishes. Uh, and a friend of hers recalled seeing the photos in an interview with Pitchfork. She was devastated, the friend says. I hope he Googled, uh, I hope he Googled her before he sent the dick pic. Um, uh, so. I hope, uh, <laughs> you never, you never want somebody to be described as devastated by your dick pic, no. like, and not, not in a good way. Um, okay. Yeah. This is, uh, what? I'm just trying to calibrate the the what charge will stick here. Um, when Butler asked me for nudes and tried to sex me, I told him I was really uncomfortable with that. I don't really know what to do. This is Stella writing to her friend. So this is like he repeated over me. and over text. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. So it's also there's a level like this is yeah this is pathetic. just it's so pathetic. <laughs> this is. The saddest shit. And this happens to girls all the time um, from pathetic dudes. Um, yeah. Yeah. This uh, is a, it's usually not a world famous rock this star. Is like that, that there's like presumably a, a, te- uh, a, a Twitter account called Incel Pickup Lines. And this is getting something yeah. like something from that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like, does he just have like no game? Is he trying to get laid and he can't, and that's why he has to keep bothering this one chick who ha- is not interested, or is she just that hot and he's that much of an asshole? Like, man. Like, yeah, I don't. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I I can't get into the psychology of this, but yeah. All right, I now completely believe the first story. If you, um, I mean, the the <laughs> thing is, like, I I do think. I, I'm sure that if you are, you know, of piece of piece of shit mind and or body, like, and you are a rock star and, like, this woman was, like, screaming your name from the front row or, like, dress, you know, like, there's... Oh, yeah. There's uh, a... I'm sure you get to this place where you're like, I can't believe she wouldn't want me to sex her. Okay. Yeah. But still like it has to happen occasionally like uh you're definitely not getting like 99 percent on the girls texting you back even if you're win butler oh no no Um, no no i'm not saying that you would i'm I'm not saying he's right to think that i think i was responding to like okay it's like why yeah so i'm just saying like it must happen so he's you you got to get used to it man like there's just no excuse for this kind of behavior yes you're saying yes like there's no reason (laughs) right it's not win butler is still gonna get fucking rejected yeah, exactly. Like, just, okay, move on to the next one. I'm sure there's somebody who wants to fuck Win Butler. Like, yes. I'm positive. Yes. Um, so, like, does is his game that bad that he just can't identify them is my question? Or or is he just that much of an asshole? I'm leaning towards asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would think he would get laid by accident. Um, um, yes. And, uh, um, you know, it's not like he's that hot of a dude. No, but like you, he's tall and he's famous. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and, yeah, and yeah artistic. Yeah. Like you, he's doing great. Right. I'm sure, or he could be. <laughs> um, okay, so a little more. Uh, uh, Stella uh, Butler says they were both sexting. Stella denies that. Later, she says we met up. This is what Stella is saying. Later, we met up for a drink. Oh no, sorry. This is Win Butler. Later, we met up yeah. for a drink, and she got quite drunk and was asking me forcefully if there was somewhere we could sleep together. He wrote in his statement, I didn't feel right about it, and put her in a cab, made sure she made okay. it home safe. Okay. Uh, Stella yeah. acknowledges she was drunk on that occasion, does not remember every detail of the evening, but does not believe she made such an advance. That's just not an who I am. Also, my friends were there up until the last moment. A friend of okay. Stella's- Okay, so she went out with her friends. Yeah. Okay, she's not that- that's yeah. smart. A friend of Stella's who was there that night told Pitchfork in an interview, I just remember being very worried for her. I just wanted to leave. To me, he was just another creepy old guy. And to her, yeah. it was her hero. And that's, you know, you uh-huh. see that scenario really clearly in your mind. She's like, yeah. your friends are like, why are we out with this dude? And you're like, well, he's like my favorite musician. Like, Yeah. And, she's like, and they're like, yeah, but he sent you a dick pic that you hated. And she's like, yeah, but. I'm 18. This is the pa- so like this, I get yeah, it. This is the yeah. power right. This is the power imbalance like on full display there, where yeah. you're kind of like where she's like I can't. Can I just walk away from this from Win Butler because he's a giant yeah. creep? And the answer yeah. is yes, but you know, it's a difficult yeah. decision to make. Yeah. Well, it sounds like I mean, are we at the end of this story or is it um? Like- uh. 
Butler acknowledges that he sent sex to Stella night after the night at the bar, says that he did not understand they were not welcome. I was drunk when I texted her and misread her not answering that she just didn't get my text. His statement reads. (laughs) (laughs) His excuses are terrible. They're so bad. (laughs) Shut up, man. Where is his crisis PR team? What the fuck? I wonder if he got the crisis PR team after the first because like this is pathetic like well i assumed by her silence that she must want the dick pics like what Uh. (laughs) Uh, if if the crisis pr team reviewed this that those people need to be fired because there's no way you can throw that out as an excuse that's that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Stella claims that she blocked two of Butler's phone numbers from texting her and that his Instagram messages became less common sometimes in late 2016. Okay, so she yeah. correctly blocked him. Good. Um, uh, five years later, Butler offered a reflection on the 18-year age gap. I didn't release, realize the significance of the age difference at the time. His statement reads, okay, you know, again, if she were 46, it would be disgusting and creepy to be sending unasked for dick pics yes. to somebody and continuously bothering them for sex when they have shown absolutely, they, they have expressed a, a dislike for the idea. Like just, it doesn't, <laughs> the age is not good, but this is all like even worse if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Um, the age might explain why she put up with it at all, but uh, you know. It's she, honestly props to her. She basically got out of it. She did. Um, yeah. Okay. Then there's like a few paragraphs about uh, they're talking to a civil rights lawyer about power differential differential differentials. We can okay. skip that. Okay. So Sarah. So we're going. Okay. Looks like the last two stories are combined. Sarah. Blah, okay. Sarah and Fiona. Two women interviewed by Pitchfork characterized their interactions with butlers in terms of the exploitation of a power dynamic. Each claims a butler responded to Instagram messages about their love for his music with casual conversation that shifted in tone when he began requesting and then demanding to be sent increasingly explicit sexual videos. Sarah was okay. 23 and Fiona was 20 at the time. Uh, for both, the transactional, transactional nature of the interactions took an emotional toll. The women describe a strikingly similar set of alleged demands for certain poses and sex acts, lines spoken to the camera, and outfits and sex toys that he urged them to purchase. Uh, Both provided screenshots from early in their correspondence with Butler that show him urging them to keep their interaction a secret. Um, Sure. I mean, that's fair. I I would like my sex to be kept secret. Butler began messaging Sarah in September 2018. Uh, Butler... Apparently asked Sarah to FaceTime after she repeatedly told him she was not ready to video chat with him. I did everything because it was him. Sarah told Pitchfork, I don't like doing any kind of video stuff, especially sexual stuff. I remember being so nervous and so ashamed that I did it. I'd be like, I don't feel feel well. And he'd be like, send me a picture right now. He used me Uh basically as his personal therapist, an easy way to get sex over the phone. The FaceTimes would be strictly, he gets off, hangs up. I felt sick every day after I did it. Oh God! This is we've also we've also entered that you know uh, this guy just sucks territory. Yeah, I mean obviously the sexual assault instant this guy sucks, but like yeah, uh, this guy seems to suck just in general. Okay, I almost said this at the top, but yeah, um, this is more grist for my uh, my theorem. That to live by, uh, that just don't trust anybody. As they said, you know, he's got his virtuous uh, reputation. Mm-hmm. Don't trust anybody who's like publicly a good person. Yeah, like it's just it's almost always like this. <laughs> yep, yep, it's true, and it's it's almost like it's kind of built into it. I mean, it's it's that you know there are these you know this behavior is. Uh, you could say it's expected or permitted of an especially virtuous yeah. public person um, that it's some in some form we as as a society we live in a society and we seem to you know encourage people like this to have these dual lives um, which is no not taking anything away from you know his individual free will or saying that everyone is like that it's just like yeah. I mean, I agree. Yeah. I think lots of people are into the acting like this. He gets away with it more certainly cuz he's a rock star. 
Like, especially in these last two girls' cases. Yes. I mean, really all of them. Yes. You, you don't um, have to be a rock star to uh, be an asshole. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I know lots of – I know of – I know of women who've been abused this way by guys who are not nearly this famous or powerful. Oh yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's just that that you know the it's the yeah. well more like the traits that help them be successful. Um, yeah, you know, may make it more likely. make this yeah. are actually you know synonymous with the traits that that do that lead to this in many cases. Yeah, assholes. Well, get yep. yeah. That guy really sucks. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. It's gonna be gonna be pre- gonna be pretty hard. <laughs> like, yeah. The thing is, his music really is just full of of yeah. a lot of uh, moral energy. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, oh, he. Oh, okay. This makes that a lot tougher. Yeah. <laughs> and also a lot of like whimsy and sort of like you know like sense like emotional sensibility. Um, that is just like, how do you like? <laughs> I mean, I guess I can square it. It's not actually that hard to figure out how it could exist, but it really, you can't really be thinking about that and appreciating that while thinking about him just sort of like browbeating somebody. Into oh, no. Him. Yeah. It's gross. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't think I'll be listening to any Arcade Fire music. <laughs> this really puts a damper it on really it. It really does. I mean, ugh. Like if it, if he were in a punk band or something, like you know, lots of those guys are creepy. But like, there's no, like the the g- degeneracy is the point. In, yeah. <laughs> for some bands. Um, yeah. It really it, um, it really makes it hard no, to take him seriously. There will be absolutely no separating the art from the artists <laughs> for me here. Um, uh, well, he put yeah he put that morality into the art, he so he invited that. I in should note case. that you know his brother kind of left left the he left the band for somewhat vague and mysterious reasons um i think earlier this year uh which huh. is uh sus in yeah. retrospect um could be there was there was a you never a, know. a certain tinge to the sadness of the statement i remember that from back then it was like it ah. seems like things didn't go completely well um yeah <clears throat> i will uh okay so just to to keep going here uh, Butler accuses this this uh, woman Sarah of stalking him, um, which seems okay. you know uh, his allegations are vague. Um, then we get to Fiona, who he connected t- with on Instagram following an Arcade Fire concert in Montreal, where she was in the front row. Eventually, grew to include in person sexual encounters. Uh, Butler says it's consensual. Um, okay. Uh, he says we would sext and eventually slept together a couple of times. The first time I realized she had a tattoo of my band, which honestly felt a little weird. Okay. Hmm. Okay. One in-person sexual encounter took place in Fiona's bedroom in Vancouver. The night before an arcade fire played a concert in 2017. Afterwards, Fiona claims she attempted suicide by swallowing a large quantity of extra strength. <laughs> this guy's not impressing anybody with his. No, dick. I felt incredibly low. She said, uh, the toll of having to keep everything secret. Um, friends confirmed that they knew about this, uh, suicide attempt. She'd shown him a sexual message from Butler. Um, You know, he says she kept reaching out to him. She denies it. Um, and none of the 65 screenshots that Butler provided to Pitchfork of their DM conversations show an interaction between them dated in 28 or 29. Hmm. So uh, I don't think she did reach back out to you. Um, uh, later, she messaged Damn. me after saying that the experience of hooking up with me had been difficult on her mentally which was really surprising and very sad to me. Butler's statement goes on. Um, Yeah. Yeah. After this, we wrote for pages and pages, like the friends we had become, feeling something that's healed in both of us. Um, uh, Oh, Uh, wait, okay. Uh, She repeated her depression was unrelated to me, and she was suffering from mental illness. In response, Fiona said of her depression, it was absolutely related to him. (laughs) Uh, um, none of, okay, so uh, then it gets into how they kind of found each other. One person posted about it and he used his name on Instagram. Another person found it. Um, 
and on Reddit, and they all kind of found the comment on Reddit and were talking about it. Um, and then, hmm. uh, yeah, someone, uh, there were a couple other women who seemed to get in on that, um, uh, that who didn't like want to be part of the story, but who, you know, unconfirmed on Reddit. Yeah. And then Pitchfork yeah. interviewed and reviewed screenshots uh, from a woman who engaged with Butler consensually, and several details, including the spe- specific language he allegedly used to request sex acts, as seen in Instagram DMs, screenshots, and videos, are similar to accounts provided by the people who say he was inappropriate with them. There yeah. you go. Well, and then if you want to read, the, in- there's the entire statement that he provided. Like, oh, his second statement. That's not the one with all the, like, details. Um, oh, okay where he says stuff like uh, every single one of these interactions has been mutual and always been between consenting adults. It is deeply revisionist and frankly wrong for anyone to suggest otherwise. I've never touched a woman against her will. And any implication that I have is simply false. Uh, these are not implied, man. <laughs> these are yeah. pretty direct <laughs> accusations. Yeah. No one's, yeah. No one's applying anything. <laughs> Yep. Um, that is true. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, he gets into um, the ghosts of his childhood abuse and how hard a mis- oh. miscarriage was for him and his wife recently. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've been working hard on myself, but because I'm a human being. Okay. No. Oh. Time to work harder. Yep. Uh, no, there's like, uh, yeah. See, like again, yeah, <laughs> sure. I, I get there could be legal implications as the other thing. So yeah, you can't ad- like a proper admit to it in a letter. Yeah, yeah, but I and I mean like, like so. Let's say that, like, you know, not many of these things that he's denying are really alleged you know like never touched one against her will like i mean there's apparently a disputation he's if he did put his hand down her pants i'm gonna say that's false um other than that incident i don't think anybody is really claiming that he did um so that's a classic denying the thing that um uh, nobody accused him of yes um, yes not really um, yep. And leaving aside, not addressing the things people did accuse him of, which are being a huge fucking creep who won't leave women alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, like he, he says, I didn't demand sexual favors, but like, okay, man. Um, like you clearly were harassing people for <laughs> you sex them. a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, and you you were um, a complete fucking idiot oaf about it, and like if. If I am a complete fucking idiot oaf about somebody in a romantic situation and I find out about it, like I feel terrible about it. And I don't I don't need there to have been some worse uh, criminal thing that I didn't do uh, to compare myself to. Like you you just go ahead and like apologize and, you know, make amends however you can, how, whatever is appropriate in the situation, which, you know, uh, it's, the other thing is he's probably got a lot of these people to make amends to if he's really digging down into it. Um, I'm sure these aren't the only people, as you were saying um yeah so yeah it's true so like a proper apology would just be an apology for being such a fucking disgusting creep um but he probably can't do that because that sort of admits uh things that might be used against him in a in a civil lawsuit so um, that's our that's it's yeah that's kind of our pr firm where you know we kind of we need to come in and explain to people like this you know that they actually that that they suck uh, yeah, <laughs> and that they need to immediately apologize for sucking. Yeah, and we exactly. need, we need to you work need to admit that, that you suck here from uh-huh. that basis. Um, you need to say I am a bad person who did bad things, and like, and like Regine. I mean, you know, God bless her. She's his wife. You know, she's suffered here too. I'm sure she's probably a victim in all this. Um, uh, I, I hope for her sake. I, I, I'm not going to say not, that. Yeah. anyway. Um, uh, but, you know, she says she considers him a good man. And, you know, maybe she should. But he should definitely say, I'm a bad person and I did a lot of bad yeah. shit. Um, he did say he fucked up. But, like, 
he could be a little bit more focused on the fucking up part and not the 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 things he didn't fuck up yeah and i just i just object to like uh the the placement of fucking up as part of your you know grand story is just not yes. how it works and i guess that is the pr firm that's the pr firm at work there and also the you know uh the mind yeah, but- the trying to get you out of uh responsibility and guilt um you know is is placing yeah. it in look at all this context i can place it in yeah exactly no just you know even if you're going to say look i'm i, I never raped you but oh my god i'm sorry for being such a creep is basically more like the way to do yeah. it i think if you're really going for maximum morality points yeah um uh so um yeah uh don't don't hang out with uh when butler people yeah like if you're if you're a young lady i'm gonna include feist safe. in that advice she should just <laughs> stay stand yeah. back or you know just beat the shit out of him <laughs> she's a tough lady and i'll trust her to take care of herself and uh whatever moral taint she gain she acquires by hanging out with him is uh um, I guess that's for her to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen what people are accusing her of. I don't think she's. A, I don't know. I don't think... are, you, are you allowed to open for such a show for such a guy if he's your longtime buddy? Uh, let me, okay. Let's read the Feist article. Uh, there's a sign at the merch booth noting that Feist will donate all proceeds from merchandise to Women's Aid Dublin. Um, I guess there's probably at that point you're like kind of okay. Um. All my fans are here. This came out yesterday. Like I'm feist. I'm gonna play some songs for my fans. Like I don't, you know. Oh, I thought she was opening for Arcade Fire or something. Uh, no, she is. She's Arcade oh. Fire's We Tour kicks off tonight in Dublin, and Feist took the stage as the show's opening act. Okay, wait. Like so, literally hours apart. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. the The tour kicked off hours apart hours apart from this story breaking oh, okay yeah. all right well then yeah you know you gotta the show must go on at least that yeah. night so fair yeah. enough i'm sure the tour will probably be canceled uh pretty quickly yeah I'm, I'm getting that feeling that it's not gonna sell too well um yeah uh-uh. the well, the after parties are not gonna have a good vibe no. uh after all this no no well <laughs> oh man and this this is where I'll try not to make any horribly inappropriate jokes. So, we'll, otherwise, <laughs> we will need. I mean, the thing is, I wonder if Feist knew though, because clearly, like uh, Arcade Fire must have known because they had time to do some statements and responses. Like, they must have had at least a few days' notice from Pitchfork that this was. Well, you happen. probably get the reporter so, asking for a statement. Like that probably happened yeah, yeah. a few weeks ago. You know, as this was getting put together, weeks, or m- no months, or whatever. I I feel like they do it. I, I don't know. Base maybe I'm just, just being too bold based on movies and TV shows. But I feel like they go to the person for a statement at the very end, um, to try to not give them a chance to get out ahead of it too much. Yeah, I don't know how much how much they. Uh, I I only know that like kind of you know through secondhand or like narratives about particular stories. I do think that there are some cases yeah. where it's like. You know, you go to that person, they ask you, like, okay, we will have this full statement for you, you know, in 48 hours. And then you you might, yeah. if it's not, you might, like, wait and publish it once you have all their responses so you can Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, story. two or three days yeah. makes sense to me, just not weeks, I don't think. Um, so that's, if it's just a couple of days, then I could imagine that um, that maybe Feist doesn't know. And she's just like, oh, shit. Uh... <laughs> oh, boy. But a little sad. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's like, you know. Oh, it's sad yeah. whenever you learn that something bad happened. It's sad that, you know, obviously, it's sad for these women. And it's sad to just, like, I, I feel yeah. bad for people who, you know, have arcade fire tattoos. Uh, yeah. This is why I refuse to get the SP po- uh, heart tattoo uh, <laughs> that I really should have. But I cannot. When you, when you, he's dead, you definitely be getting some Alex Jones questions. At when this he's point. dead, <laughs> maybe the day Billy dies, I'll get the SP heart tattoo. Mm-hmm. I'll give it forty eight hours. 
<laughs> that is a good point. Like, what if what if he just releases some alt right song or something like that? It's possible. He could. He could go full. Uh, you know, um, not Eric. Cl- well, Eric Clapton. Yes, Eric Clapton. Uh, and Van Morrison. Wait, is Clapton is Clapton a reaction? Well, Clapton has. I knew, Clapton I... has been like a horrific racist since like the seventies. Like he's done some really? oh man yeah he has like sort of a famous racist rant he went on on stage um i don't think i knew yeah about this. it's uh this has been hushed up by the hippie mot hippie it's been mafia. well suppressed you know there wasn't an internet back then so it's kind of just a story uh but it pop you'll see it yeah. pop up but now van morrison i knew about van morrison yeah. and then morrissey is also just completely insane yeah um, yeah um you know kill yeah. kill your heroes is that how the saying yeah. goes well just don't expect never never expect them have you know, no heroes <laughs> never expect them to uh have good not be fascists yep. artists tend to do that yep. sometimes and do not sl- just just you know don't slide into dms if you divide your age by their age and the result is greater than two do not slide into the dms Unless it's eighty or forty, yeah. you know, whatever. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> if you can pull that, you off. can pull that. Uh, uh, don't. <laughs> also, just don't do it when you're married. You know. That's yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're a fan of your band. Just don't. You know. Don't. Don't. Don't suck. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know. Just like uh, ask. Uh, Ask for sex. I, I realize like this whole consent thing is funny because like it's actually literally the regime that we live in for every single transaction we do. Like, you know, ask for sex the same way you would for a glass of water or a cookie. Like, you know, <laughs> politely. And if somebody doesn't want to give you one for uh, any reason, I, they don't have to give you one. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good um, point. It's just the regular way of asking for things. Yeah, it is. It is regular. You know, everybody's obviously there are a few more steps because it's a little bit more sensitive a subject. But uh, at the end of the day, just like anything else, everybody has to agree that we want this transaction to happen. So, uh, you know, <laughs> go out there and keep it consensual, folks. People should just join the like the arcade fire now without asking. Just come up on stage, <laughs> start playing. <laughs> This is this is my guitar now. Win. <laughs> play this song for me. Play for. Uh-huh. <laughs> play for you. Okay, now. Okay, end of podcast. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.